0: Yeah, I'm excited though. The NFL is—it's uh, gonna be fun, man. I, I'm not a huge NFL watcher,
1: but the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes
0: is is something, man.
1: Yeah, well, it was crazy yesterday when like he thought he threw a pick, and he seemed so pissed off, and then they overruled it because he hit the ground, go down, like third down touchdown, um, and then the pat pick six, like the game just changed, like did a full one eighty it's awesome but yeah you gotta get into college man college is i like college even better than uh the nfl at times college football yeah yeah Hmm.
0: yeah i mean i've i've like i've i remember when we watched uh i forget who it was clemson versus lsu or something yeah that was one one. and i forget what uh yeah i made some stupid bet on it and lost or something
1: i had no clue what i was betting on that was Clemson versus Ohio State. Yeah, I remember because uh, I remember I called that game like perfectly. I was like, oh, "Ohio's gonna be winning at half. Clemson's gonna win the game because they just haven't been battle tested. But Clemson's just too good to lose against Ohio State, of course. But then they lost to my boys at uh, at LSU. So your boys, eh? Those are my boys. That's that's my team. We I refer to them as we, right? It's like we are playing Southern Miss this week. Hell yeah. Not they are playing. Definitely.
0: Um, But yeah, sports betting is an interesting one, man. Like I I, never even, I never got into it as much as a lot of people do, but it almost like they're so good at making you feel like you have a chance at like beating the (laughs) game at sports betting.
1: Well, actually a funny story. This is how I've actually beat the game. So I was playing around with like, you know, 100, 150. Uh, Lost it. But then I had these like free bets on uh, the platform I'm on. So basically like if you win, you get like whatever like profit you would have made, but then you do, then you lose like the the stake or whatever. So I had a free $10 bet and in January, right? So I used it on the college football national championship, um, on exactly 51 points. So that should be exactly 51 points in the game for me to make 200 bucks off a free bet. Right? So, Bama's down eight and I need seven points. So it's like looking pretty unlikely. Then Georgia gets a pick six extra point. That's seven. So it gets it to 51, $200 there. Then I made a bit more on, uh, on NFL and then a bit on like, I think it was college basketball. So now it's now it, went, it was at zero and now it's at 800. Holy shit. Yeah. Talk about that. That, that as well. Yeah. How's that return though? I don't even know how you like how you count that because it's zero to eight hundred.
0: Well, yeah, it's infinity infinity percent, I guess. But I guess you just consider it to be like one dollar. I guess times I could
1: I could be the best hedge fund manager or the most successful hedge fund manager in the world, the sports betting hedge fund.
0: Yeah, people talk about the S and P. Man, talk about the Kurt Kurt sports betting fund. Yeah, nine thousand. The s S and 500. 500. Yes, sir. Did you just, uh, you
1: just woke up or you've been up for a while? 6.30, so 45 minutes. Okay, okay, working on it. How about you, 4.30 again today?
0: Yeah, 4.30, a little cold shower. There you go. Got some work done. Uh, Went for a little run. Now we're recording this podcast.
1: Yeah, you've done more more already and it's 7 a.m. Than, uh, than a lot of people do in their day good on you yeah get to it man
0: and it's I realized that well I mean it's something I kind of always feel but just like the feeling of getting out there at 4 30 a.m. like going for a run when nobody is outside is mm-hmm. like dude I never feel as good as when I'm when I'm out there running alone and everybody's sleeping. even though I'm like chasing after a, like a fucking tennis ball and it, it's completely useless <laughs> but it's
1: exciting man you're like David Joggins, but, uh, but albino. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like what, uh, what, what's that like then? Like running it at four 30 when, when no one's out there, like, uh, what's going through your mind during that run?
0: Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, I try to kind of like zo- zone out a little bit and kind of just focus on like that, that. And that's a lot of why I run with a tennis ball. Uh, it lets me kind of just focus on bouncing and catching this tennis ball instead of like all these things going through your head. I like it to just uh, use it as a time to kind of like calm your mind. And but also, but obviously, there's there's also this feeling of like seeing nobody out there and being like the only guy out there. And and it, maybe it's a bit e- egotistical, but like it gives you kind of this huge ego boost. At least for me, to be like I'm getting out, I'm getting, I'm out here getting after it while everybody else is sleeping in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's, it's really like the most motivating thing for me. And, uh, yeah, I really recommend it to anybody. And, and obviously the, the aspect of like building time in your day as well is, is super important to me. And that's the main reason I do it, but the the bonuses that come with that, that I mentioned are, are also super interesting.
1: Yeah. I think that that's one of the big things for me is, uh, like you said, building time in your day. Usually like after, you know, nine PM I'm kinda I'm kinda done, done for the day. Just uh like just mentally, like I, I definitely function a lot better in the morning. So that's you know, shifting earlier. You kinda I can go to bed earlier now. Like I go to bed like ten thirty. So I have an hour and a half there of where I'm kinda useless. Um but the rest of the day is just uh you're kinda just building more time in, in the into the day where you can actually produce something, you know? Yeah,
0: hell yeah. I'm never, like, I'm never as productive as I am in the morning. And it's, I think it, it. it's also, like, I do get asked sometimes, like, oh, well, you, why don't you just go to bed later? Or, or even if I don't get asked, it's definitely something that, that is, is a fair argument to make. Like, oh, why don't you just wake up later, go to bed later? Like, you'll have the same amount of time in your day. Mm-hmm. But, but really, like, in the, like, I think, and I, I'm sure there's some exceptions to this, but the large majority of people pass, like, 9, 10 p.m. Like they're just tired, and and if they are working, they're not being as productive as they they think they are, um. Mm-hmm. And they they often just need to get that rest, and and in the morning, like have a cold shower, have a coffee, and and you're really like primed to to get into a deep focus zone. Um, yeah. And deep focus is another thing I can touch on. It's it, it it's hard to explain, and and I honestly don't know exactly how you kind of access that state, but it's a state of like where where you're able to really like access four or five times uh, your normal productivity um and it, it it's a huge part of like me being able to accomplish a lot of the stuff i do so i'm, I'm experimenting a lot with trying to figure out exactly how to tap into that and it sounds like it, it sounds mystical almost but but it's true and i'm sure a bunch of people have felt it before you really just get into the zone and you're able to kind of produce like like never before
1: yeah, th- that's definitely something that I've uh, I've been trying to optimize is, is my focus, um, and it, it what I've found is, and I've have like listened to Huberman on on his podcast about focus too. I've probably gonna mention Huberman in every podcast that we do, um, hell yeah! But it's just it's just so good. And th- there's a you're talking about focus and how it's it's like a muscle, right? Like you uh, you can you can train for focus just like you can train the gym, right? So there's, there's certain like meditation exercises to do, like, um, certain, you know, drinking coffee, whatever that can help you increase your focus. Um, cause it's not, it's not like, Oh, well I can't focus. I have ADHD. I can't like, I just can't like you have to kind of think about how, well, how can I, how can I better op like make it better? Like how can I optimize it to where maybe it won't be like Michael Bitts. But maybe I'll be, you know, two, three, four times better than what I'm at now, right? Um, and I found that it helps because I used to, like, I used I think I used to be able to focus, and then I kind of lost it for a while, um, and now I'm starting to get, it, starting to get it back.
0: Yeah, hell yeah, um, and and yeah, you said it very well. I think everybody has like a baseline, and and it's all about just building that baseline. Like, and and I didn't start either at, at kind of a level of being able to wake up at 4:30 a.m. every day, like. Back in the day when I used to try it, I I usually if I did wake up at 4:30 a.m. I'd be crashing for a three-hour nap at at 2 p.m. Um, and on the other days where where I just wake up and I'd be like, oh man, I can't do this today. Like get me back to sleep, snooze the alarm, and call it a day. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, those those focus tools are so important, and I think especially one one that I should say I struggle with, and I think this is like one of my biggest weaknesses and something I'm really trying to work on. Obviously uh nobody's perfect but like the phone for me like is such a distraction. Mm-hmm. Um social media and all that kind of stuff is uh it, it's so bad and I think I lately I've been tr- kind of trying to flip it flip the script and at least turn it into something productive with all the kind of create creation stuff we've been working on but
1: um, Yeah. Yeah. No exactly. I I, I knew you were going to say that cuz I think every single person that's their biggest uh biggest blocker for for focusing um and not just like when when you're trying to work but also just scrolling on tiktok and whatever you uh you definitely shorten your attention span so you kind of lose the ability to focus um just even even if it's you know like you do it like 10 minutes every night or i know it's usually a lot longer for me it used to be like hours um if you're doing that then you're just gonna shorten your attention span. just do two three four minutes of work and then be like oh where's my phone i want to scroll on tiktok because you just have such a shortened attention attention span from uh from just aimlessly scrolling right and you watch a video for two seconds and then scroll past it and i think it's such a such-, such a detriment to especially young people where you know your brain's developing uh so much like even especially like in your teen years but even in your 20s as well um if you're just continuously scrolling on tiktok then you're uh it's, it's not gonna be good for you
0: yeah 100 percent. and t- tiktok's a huge run man like i find myself sometimes just death scrolling on tiktok and and in the moment you're like oh well this is so entertaining like it's okay for me to kind of kind of relax a little bit here but then you look at the amount of time you spend like on a weekly basis and it's so bad for for everybody
1: yeah, and that, and that that's definitely one thing that I, I still, am trying to get over. Uh, I I do still I'm, I'm I'm still a big user of uh, of TikTok. <laughs> uh, oh, say, man. Not as much as I used to be though. So.
0: Yeah, me as well. And like we said, it's all about that that kind of progress you can make. Um, and and relating to progress, last episode you you talked a lot about um kind of a, the the low state you had been. For a while, um, and and it sounded like obviously uh, you're you're out of that now, and you're in a way better place. And I, I actually had a couple of people ask me about like I would really like to hear about how we got out of that state. Like it's something I can relate to a lot. So can you kind of mm. talk about what this what steps you took to get away from that?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, I think there's there's a lot of things that resulted from me getting out of it that a lot of people say are the causes of of getting out of it out of depression. Right, so um like a lot of people say well like stop stop thinking about what other stop worrying about what other people think and you won't be depressed i'm like well yeah but i can't just like stop right um and just and just certain things like that um like oh just start working more like like work on your like like work on a, on your passion like build a build a business whatever you can't really do that when uh when you're when you're that low so it just it it takes really small steps um it was also like it starts with you know just learning to uh to love yourself again I think that's like I said last episode that's definitely the biggest um and the, the key for a first step and if, if you already do then that's great and then you could take a success I'll touch on a little later but when it comes to to learning to, to love yourself and really maybe not even love yourself but just just get over the self-hatred where like you're just self-sabotaging yourself like over and over again um, I think it's key to really just to do such like small things that are going to make you feel more satisfied with yourself. So even if it's just small tasks, um, something that is like as easy as like getting outside, right? Cause that's, it doesn't take much just to go outside. Like so, times you'll need to go outside anyways, like let's say like go for going for groceries or something or going to class or whatever. Or just doing things that you enjoy, so like something that, that you really enjoy that that's really not that hard to commit to. Like so for me, a big one was uh, was flag football, uh, and I really enjoyed playing that. And it, it got me, it got me outside, um, which got me sunlight, and, and sunlight is such a key for happiness. Um, and I, I found that as, like especially after the summer, um, being in Idaho where it's literally sunny and thirty five every single day. <laughs> oh yeah yeah so yeah i think it it really starts with just doing things that that you know you enjoy and you really just have to like consciously think like i enjoy these things so i'm going to do it and then don't mark it down as like oh i'm wasting time like even if it's like something as little as like playing a game of poker or something like don't mark it down as something like oh i'm being unproductive be like i am being productive because this is going to contribute this is contributing to my happiness and like it's making me like feel like i've accomplished something where i'm working towards getting myself better so literally you can write it down to i know i don't when i was you know six seven months ago i was like i, I don't want to journal at all i don't want to write my tasks down that's that's bullshit um yeah but if you can get yourself to do that i'm not saying you have to but if you can get yourself to do that and really just check it off even if it's you know if it's playing flag football if it's playing soccer um going for a walk anything that like that you know you enjoy and that, that you can find the motivation to do do it and like congratulate yourself for you're going to feel better after doing that be like oh yeah like i i'm I'm more i'm making progress and i'm I'm doing things that i enjoy right simultaneously
0: yeah okay that's super super interesting and not really the answer i would have expected um Mm -hmm. But yeah I mean and it definitely makes sense but it's super interesting because that's not like the advice I, I would have given to someone if if they came to me in that situation um, yeah but but I mean obviously you're way better suited than I am to to kind of give that advice and moving forward I'd definitely keep that in mind if I'm talking to someone about it mm-hmm. um but then really when it comes down to it so doing these uh these kind of basic level things that that do bring you happiness they I guess they they got you to this baseline of of happiness and kind of self-confidence like where you like where you regained your your self-love i guess you could say and from there you were really able to start building like kind of more productive habits and uh and really like establishing a base
1: to to take on uh, take on the world or what exactly yeah that's that's exactly right um like it's hard to if if you think about like just it's like building a house like you got to build a really strong foundation if you don't have a foundation, you're not really enjoying anything, you're not going to be able to be productive because it's like for one, one of the biggest symptoms that I had was, uh, was just like extreme pessimism. Like I had, I didn't have any hope that the future was going to be better. Um, all the, like, just, just, I really just didn't have a good outlook and I did I didn't, couldn't really see far into the future, but the only future that I did see was like, oh, I'm going to be like this forever. Right. You become very short-sighted. And it's hard to be productive when you're that short sighted. So that that's why I think like you really just gotta get into this into the habits of doing things that, that you enjoy and congratulating yourself. So for one, you feel good about yourself, but two, you're doing things that you enjoy that are make you more optimistic. And when you're more optimistic about the future, you're gonna be way more inclined to actually be productive and work towards that better future, right? Yeah, no, that was super well put, actually. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it it, it kind of translates well to to all sorts of things related to kind of self improvement. Um, you kind of need to be be to, And tell me if this is uh, this correlates well, but I think you need to be okay with kind of seeing like very little progress in the in the beginning, uh, and just kind of keeping at it for a while, and and eventually it's gonna hit that exponential point. And you're going to really mm-hmm. start seeing growth in, in your kind of your, your success, but also like your, your mentality and your, your, uh, men, like uh, your mental health. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think for me, I definitely, and, and this is what worked for me. I mean, other people, it, it might be different. Like I, like I say, but for me, I really had to get like optimize myself and my mindset before I optimize my workload my, and my productivity. Um, like I'd say I'm still in the, in the process of optimizing my productivity, but my mindset for mo- like for most of it, I still have, you know, I still have bad days, but they're very, very few, probably like one or two a month kind of thing. But still like, uh, I just, after taking all these steps, like optimize my, you know, my happiness, my optimism, um, all these positive, positive mindset things, like gratitude to, um, I'm just like naturally more, more grateful now. Um, and before I was definitely not, (laughs) uh, so yeah, I I think you really just got to build that, uh, all the, all those things I just mentioned, all those, those positive mindset things, and then, and then you can start to start to be productive. You can't be productive if if you're not, if you're a negative person really.
0: Yeah. And I think if there is any, any, uh, any kind of bonus there is that I'd imagine that once you kind of do get out of that and you, you feel like you've really like climbed that mountain, um, it, it's definitely a huge motivator, I guess, for you to, to kind of keep keep everything up to avoid getting back there. And, and it's something that I think a lot of people, at least even in, in my context where you haven't dealt with that, like it, being unproductive or or if I lay down and watch TV for three hours, like I, I'd never feel good about myself. And that's what really starts bringing me down but I'd imagine in, in your context, it's kind of even amplified where you're like, if I keep doing
1: this, I'm going to kind of end up right back where I was. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, that's one thing I, I want to touch on too, is that before I was, the reason I one of the reasons I got into that state was because I was so hard on myself. Every time I would do something like that, I'd be like, Oh, well, like I'm, I'm such a bad person. Like I, I can't, I can't focus. I'm unproductive. Like I physically can't do this. Um, but I think now, like, at, at night like I, I know i know me I, and i know my, my body like after 9 p.m I, I'm, not, I'm not very productive i can try to be um but i'm just not gonna be as efficient so um if i watch you know an episode two and a half Men or seinfeld um two classic shows that are gonna oh, yeah. like you know um you know like just help me wind down and clear my mind a bit like i'm not gonna I've I've developed kind of like a different attitude towards that where now I'm like okay like this is something that you know I, I worked pretty hard all day, um, I got a lot done so I'm gonna I'm gonna do something that I enjoy now and I'm gonna like mark it down as a task like this isn't something that is being uh you know I'm not I'm not being un- unproductive I'm not being um I'm not I'm not hurting myself here like I'm doing something that's gonna help me maybe help me sleep a bit. Um, it's a reward a bit f- for, you know, doing all, doing X, Y, Z during the day. So, and then it just, you, you just, you're more motivated to do more stuff the next day, right? Yeah. hundred percent. And the,
0: the way you put it with the reward, the reward thing, I think is super, super valuable. Um, re- rewarding yourself for doing something that, that really like is not so, uh, not so, I guess, dopamine, uh, centric. And like, re- re- as uh, fun in the moment, like let's say you go for for a 2k run uh, first thing in the morning, it's really good to to kind of reward yourself and build into your brain that like you've done something good, even if that means taking a little step back, like you said, watching an episode of TV or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and and as much as I said step back, uh, obviously I agree that you shouldn't look at it as a, as a step back, and it, and it really isn't a step back because everybody has their, everybody has their limits. Um, and and those can be different for a lot of people but it's really about finding those limits and then trying to trying to navigate them
1: yeah exactly and and like obviously if you if you watch too much it's uh there can be some negative implications from that and i think that's one reason why now i'm i don't do that at all really is because i've i've really felt the negative implications <laughs> of doing that every day um it's it's like going to the gym right like i think uh, I'm I'm pretty consistent with the gym because I know the negative implications of me not going. Like if I don't go, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna be go able to sleep as well. Uh, I'm gonna be more stressed. Like all, all this, just because I've experienced it so many times, you know, like where I have a rest day or whatever. Um, just don't I just don't feel feel the same. So I like I really really it's like embedded in me that I know that I'm not gonna feel as good if I don't go to the gym. Um, and now it's now that that same thing's happened for. You know binging tv scrolling on tiktok for hours all this stuff that uh that was bringing me down i know that i know the negative implications of it so it's really prevented me from from doing that yeah
0: hell yeah and uh so do
1: you you go to the gym like every day yeah um and even now now that there's a gym in my building like even if it's a rest day i'll kind of go i'll stretch i'll do something like just so i feel like i've kind of still went and like got like move my body a bit
0: yeah yeah it's a it's a huge stress relief at least for me and it, it's a good way to decompress as well
1: yeah how, how often how often are you going
0: um so i i used to go every day uh until like a couple months ago um and then obviously we we kind of got started with a lot of things and i have a lot on my plate mm-hmm. uh during the summer too i was working full-time so it, it, and i don't i'm not going to use the excuse i don't have the time uh it's more of it's more of a like i don't want to spend the time where like i'd rather commit my time elsewhere uh, because, I mean, I know I'm in good shape. And, and obviously, I make an effort to stay in good shape. But I don't think you, you need to go to the gym every day to be in good shape. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not as much of, like, a huge factor for me, I don't think. But uh, I, with the days that I don't go to the gym, like, I'll at least go for a run uh, or, or, or a bike ride or some shit like that. I yeah. bike to school every day and stuff. So, so obviously, I, I value fitness and stuff. But, yeah, I haven't been going every day to, to work out lately.
1: Yeah. No, it's fine. You definitely been pretty busy <laughs> i know that
0: yeah it's it, and it's all about uh kind of managing your schedule and and i mentioned uh, not using the excuse of i don't have enough time yeah uh, it's something that i that i kind of preach a lot it's that like you have you have time to do just about anything you want in 24 hours uh it, it really just comes down to what sacrifices you're willing to make and and how efficient you can be in your work uh-huh. um like, people always like to say, oh, I don't have time, but then you look at their schedules, like, they're waking up at 9, they're they they're taking an hour to eat breakfast, an hour to eat lunch, an hour to have dinner, it's like, those are huge time gaps, and then they they're taking three hours or whatever on their phone, social media, so... it's really about making those commitments and figuring out what's worth it. What like what's worth your time. And and if you really do want to achieve the most, uh, it's, it's going to take some sacrifices. Like everybody wishes. I think they could spend more time with their family or, or especially me. Like I wish I could just watch a movie with my, my family every night, but uh, at some point you got to kind of cut it off and spend your time, uh, spend your time the way you need to, to build the future you want
1: yeah exactly um yeah well based on what you just said um i'm I'm really curious to hear what uh what really motivates you to be more productive so what like when you say cutting off watching movies with your family like what what what's the motivator to to sacrifice what you want to do in the moment to get what you want in uh one two three four five years whatever what's that motivator
0: Yeah, well, I think there's a few things and obviously it's a it's a very deep, deep and like deeply rooted question. So there's not a straightforward answer. But uh, the the first things that always come to mind for me is like, first of all, in like in the moment and in my daily life, that's really what makes me feel fulfilled. Like and and that's what kind of gets me to to sleep well at night is like if I go to bed thinking, oh, I did nothing productive today and nothing that's going to kind of contribute to my future um i i'm not going to be happy with myself and and then i'm going to start kind of worrying about my self-confidence and and all that kind of stuff it's a spiral a bit for me especially but uh, and then obviously on the other side like there's the longer term where i'm like i mean i end of the day it, it sounds uh maybe not doesn't sound so so great but i i want to be rich uh when i'm older <laughs> Not only go. like to, to kind of be able to do what I want, but you always talk about freedom. Like freedom is such a such a key factor, I think, to live in like the happiest life you can live. Um, these days, like li- live, working a corporate job isn't going to give you that freedom. Like you're going to be working nine to five every day. You can't even choose where you get to go. So I, r- I really want to kind of escape that as fast as I can. And that that's what it takes at the end of the day. You got to kind of work to it every day as and get started as soon as you can
1: exactly yeah now are there any days where let's say you're you're not really feeling this motivation like how how do you stay productive when when you're not feeling that if if you if you ever aren't feeling that motivated maybe maybe you are maybe every day you're uh you're a hundred hundred out of a hundred uh for motivation but is there any days where you're not motivated and how do you how do you stay productive
0: yeah i mean i'm definitely not uh i'm definitely not superman and i don't uh i don't outperform every day um I try my best I like to think I try my best but I I definitely am able to acknowledge as well like when I'm getting when I'm getting burnt and I need a rest day and it's okay like I I I take the time especially like when I when I like I like to take my weekends I decompress a little bit I hang out a lot with my girlfriend and um stay stay kind of away from work if that's what's stressing me out but I think on the other side of it it's like when I'm not working it kind of stresses me like not stresses me but it it occupies my mind more like when i'm than when i am working kind of um just because like i'm thinking about things i could do and i see like this potential that i could that i could kind of fulfill and when i feel like that's not that's not happening i kind of get in my own head a lot yeah so i i don't know how well that answers your question about uh how i deal with kind of off days but yeah i mean like like i said i'm not superman and at the end of the day if if i wake up at, like i I try to wake up at four thirty every day if i wake up and and i really just can't get out of bed that day like i first of all i'm I'm okay with that like i i think it's important to kind of not forgive yourself but accept that you're gonna have some days off um and then just try to do better than the next day
1: yeah that that's a. Uh that's a really good way of putting it actually um and, and not not being so hard on yourself like say when you, when you sleep in for a day um, because I, I think if you're that was what, that was one of the things that really didn't work for me was was being extremely extremely hard on myself when I'd sleep in um like eat something not great and then what happens when when you do that is you end up just doing more of that thing <laughs> that uh they, that you're that you're dissatisfied with yeah 100. So, percent yeah. So I, I think really you just gotta forgive yourself and, and really just get back to being positive. Like um and it's easier said than done, but uh, you gotta realize too that not every like it, it doesn't have to be productive to be good for you. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's I that's something I need to I, I overlook uh a bit too much, I think sometimes. So it's mm-hmm. a good peace of mind. Like especially when it comes to
1: sleep, right? Like if if you're lacking sleep, don't be uh don't be like knocking yourself for uh for sleeping in an extra hour or two like you're not gonna be productive if (laughs) if you're if you're overtired and you're only sleeping four or five hours a night um yeah yeah sleep
0: sleep's an interesting one for me because i i mean i think i do function decently well uh on on a low low kind of sleep level but obviously i do like i'm not down i'm not downplaying the importance of sleep uh sleep is like one of the most important things to to your health and your your ability to function every day so i'm definitely kind of looking for that balance and it's not the easiest thing to manage for me because because of that kind of hyper hyper productivity hyper productivity like kind of deal um but yeah i mean it's great it's great advice and it's I get it from my parents a lot too like oh no you're not you're not this you're not that you're just under you're like you're just underslept yeah so yeah i mean it, it's interesting and it's something to manage but i think on the other side of it there's uh and it's something jordan peterson says and and don't think i'm just preaching jordan peterson i, I disagree with a lot of what he says but i think everybody has at least some uh, valuable opinions um he says in like in your in your young adult life like you should kind of be pushing the boundaries of what you can handle and really be able to establish like what those limits are. Uh, and I think I'm I'm in that process right now with sleep is one of those things like see how how can I function on as little sleep as possible. Um mm-hmm. and that might not be the healthiest habit but I think it's it's good to explore it at, at the very least.
1: Yeah, I uh I saw that clip too. I've, I've seen that clip a few times actually on TikTok, so it's not all bad. TikTok isn't all bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. And I think that I'm definitely in that process as well. Um, just trying to find that threshold between maximum productivity and uh, just complete burnout. So where yeah. where is that limit for you? And I think, like I was saying last episode, I think people kind of underestimate how much they can do in a day. Um, and, the, and, and that was definitely me. Like I used to... I write, I write down my tasks in a, in a journal and I used to write down, you know, five, six. Now I'm running down like, not like 18 or 19. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't get them all done, but I'm sure doing a lot more than, than six though. Um, yeah. So I, it, I think that is, that's, is really important. And if we, like you said with sleep, like how little sleep can you get? But at the same time too, like you gotta realize there's, uh, you're not going to notice your, your sleep. Right away. It's going to be, you know, weeks, maybe even months of like, it, it, let's say, I, let's say I need seven hours and I'm sleeping six. I'm not going to notice that right away. It'll probably be like a week or two later. I'll start to get very irritable. Um, and then I'll be like, oh, maybe it's cause I'm not sleeping. Yeah. hundred percent.
0: So, and, and like I said, I'm not a, I'm definitely not saying I'm, I'm perfect in that regard, but, uh, I I'm willing to kind of play with my, play with my body a little bit and, and figure out how much I can, how much I can handle. Uh, the, the journal one you, you mentioned is interesting, the kind of tasks and obviously I don't finish them all every day. Uh, and that's something I think that's super important. Uh, you're, you're much better off kind of overloading your plate and, and only getting some of it done than you are of like underloading and, and kind of telling yourself, oh, I did so great today, even though like y- you, you kind of underperformed. Yeah. And, but also I think it's, it's important to look at it as not like a, not like a failure to not accomplish all your tasks, uh, similar to what we mentioned before. It's like, if you're worrying about like, oh, I didn't get all my tasks done yesterday. You're just, you're just doing that instead of
1: like finishing your tasks. Yeah, exactly. Like you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, like you don't want to be hard on yourself for completing, um, 16 out of 18 things, um, that were, that were on your plate when you used to be doing you know maybe six out of six but now you're doing double triple so yeah i think uh just congratulate yourself for doing for doing what you did and like yeah take it take a bird's eye view of of what you accomplished in a day and be like you know what I, I did uh i did some good stuff today but obviously there's areas for improvement but being hard on yourself is uh isn't gonna fix anything really like you should always have to a high standard but if you're just constantly knocking yourself for, for doing, uh, for working hard and, and getting stuff done and when it's not, maybe not quite as much as you could have done, you're just going to put yourself away from actually doing anything at all. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, and I a hundred percent agree
0: with that. And it, it brings up another thing in my mind when you're, when you're talking about being hard on yourself. Um, it's something, and this is something that I kind of struggled with for a long time, not struggle with, but that, that kind of challenged my, my way of thinking. It's not only being hard on yourself, but kind of being hard on others and being a bit like judgmental when, when people kind of aren't uh, as motivated as, as you are to, to accomplish kind of great things. Um, and it it took me a while to just kind of accept that, like, not everybody sees the the world the way I do. Uh, And that's totally okay and so i think especially like people close to me kind of they they feel kind of some like they might they might have felt some kind of judgment of like oh like not everybody wants to do that not everybody wants to wake up early in the morning not everybody wants to hit the gym not everybody wants to to be an entrepreneur um and that's fine so it, it's really important to to kind of focus on yourself uh in that regard and it's something that i I, like i said it it wasn't the easiest thing for me but i think now i've kind of done a lot better with and not only that but it's a lot more encouraging to them when you're when you're more supportive than judgmental um and i think a lot of people are seeing the effects of that kind of in at least in my circle
1: one thing is too is is that judgment goes both ways um i know for me like especially here at western in the first couple, I've been here for what, like two weeks now, almost two weeks. Um, in the, in these first two weeks, like I I have been taking a sip of alcohol, and like every time, you know, it's a weekend to Friday, people are like, "You're not drinking? Like what? Like, are you okay?" <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just funny because, uh, like like I said, I was saying last time, like alcohol's the only drug, and if you don't do it, you're the people think you have a problem, or that they think you're you're weird or whatever, um but yeah, like, so, so that judgment definitely goes both ways. Um, but like I said, like, it's not like it, whatever makes people happy, right? Like if I know for me this, uh, you know, nine to five corporate ladder rat race isn't, uh, isn't, isn't for me and it isn't going to make me happy. Isn't going to make me feel fulfilled. So if, if it does, I mean like people, the world needs people like that, like that, that's kind of what makes the world go around. Um, but so do entrepreneurs. So you got to have both. Um, and there's definitely got to be more uh, employees. And that's that's why I think a, a lot of people are going that route. And I think that's what university teaches. So a lot of people are, are definitely going to be really well, well prepared to, to do that. But I don't think that it's really um, a, a, two, a two-way street. I, I don't think it really uh, prepares you to be an entrepreneur. right? right? Like, like we were saying last episode as well. Yeah, hundred percent. And that just, I think, stresses
0: the the kind of importance of thinking about what you want uh, mm-hmm. in the future, because as much as we're saying like it, it, the kind of entrepreneurship route and really trying to like, I, I, I like to think of it as trying to change the world or at least leave a mark on the world. But um, so, yeah, like I said, it's not for everybody, but it, if you do feel like there's a chance that it's going to be for you, uh, can't stress the importance enough of like getting after it early because the, the earlier you start them, it's just going to snowball effect. And the exponential
1: growth is like, is what you want to chase after. So. Yeah, exactly. And, and like we were, like we were saying earlier in this episode too, um, just challenge, like challenge your, your capacity to work, right? Like if, if you're busy with school, like if you're working, let's say six, six, seven hours out of the day on school, how think about how you can separate yourself from everybody else, right? Um, you know, like get, obviously getting getting good grades can can help you do that. But what are some skills that that are gonna separate separate you, right? So, we, we, like we talked, it was sales is a big one, um, like lead generation, coding is is a big one. Um, so just like you gotta find ways that that you can uh, that you can kind of separate yourself from the pack and also branch off and learn how to be. An entrepreneur like that as well because every entrepreneur needs needs to learn how to sell um and like we were saying challenge how much you can work because you can i guarantee you can fit it into your day
0: yep 100 percent. and you you mentioned uh learning which is which is great like and i 100 percent agree that people should kind of build that knowledge base as much as they can but i also think that we like we got to stress the importance of not only learning, but applying that learning, because that's really where you're gonna gonna learn like exponentially fast. Um, oh yeah, like, like doing online courses is is great when you need the information, but they're only gonna get you so far. And it's really like starting that business or starting that project or kind of getting out there and trying to sell this product. Um, that's where you're really gonna kind of face the challenges of of what like what's actually gonna be difficult for me in this business um mm-hmm. and like basic programming concepts are are only the like the most basic component of it uh, and that's something we've kind of been learning uh, recently so it's super interesting but yeah and and it's something i did i did wrong for a long time i think i focused so much on oh i i'm not a i'm not an expert i'm not a subject matter expert i don't know enough about this to kind of get into it so i i just held it off and it, again it's one of those excuses that you use to 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 protect yourself from like change and taking risks. But once you get your foot out there, man, you'll see like, it's not that difficult. And it's all about kind of learning as you go.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You said it. Um, I guess that, uh, that's a good segue to, uh, I want to talk about your positive mindset here. So is there any, um, now, because you you said last episode that you were you've always been kind of positive you've you've always had a kind of you have never really had a, had that low point now i, I want to know was there ever a time where you felt as though you were kind of drifting off like where maybe you weren't working as much and you kind of start to be a little a little hard on yourself and kind of kind of shift towards that that end of the spectrum
0: yeah i mean well first of all I, i'd say I, I, you mentioned positive mindset. I I wouldn't say I've always had a pause posi- like as positive a mindset as I do these days. Um, like when I was finishing high school, I was kind of like I was just coasting through life. Uh, like school was always easy for me, but I was never doing any more than that. Like I'd do well in school, and I'd get home and I'd play video games until uh, until I had to go to bed and whatnot. So, and and obviously I never felt great about myself back then because of that. Like I had nothing going for me really. So. So I didn't have that positive mindset. Like I was just kind of coasting through life. Um, But, but then really ever since like, uh, and it it was in CJP that I really kind of initiated that self-improvement journey, I like to call it. But um, since then, obviously it's, it's a bit of a roller coaster. There's up and downs, but generally it's been really, uh, really keeping my, my mind in a good place. Um, And I've only seen kind of improvement in my self-confidence and my ability to, to, deal with kind of
1: eh, eh, all kinds of situations. So, would you say that that having like so you you're generally more positive now than you were b- before CJep, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh so how is that generally more positive mindset? How has that helped you kind of be more productive and also be more productive in uh outside of school too? Like so has that contributed to uh to maybe the, the the more entrepreneurial side of things like yeah is that do you think that that's a core foundation to explore in that route
0: yeah so so really what kind of initiated that positive mindset for me was like kind of realizing that i wanted to do more than than coast through life like i said um and and really wanted to kind of leave a mark on the world and and i kind of made that my i guess you could say i made that my kind of purpose in life um, and, and purpose is another thing we can get into because it's so such a vast uh, topic, but really kind of, yeah, given myself that idea of like, I want to make a, make a change on the world, um, put me in a frame of mind where I was like every day, I just started thinking about like, what do I have to do to achieve that? And, uh, I realized that obviously that's not going to be a, a one day thing or a one week thing or a one year thing. It's going to be a, a, probably a 50 year thing. But it it puts you in that frame of mind and then every day you kind of find yourself like looking at ways you can kind of optimize, optimize your schedule uh, and do things that are really going to make a difference. So let's say, for example, like riding the bus to school, like I started just reading every day on the bus to school. I'm like, this is better than just sitting on the bus. Um, And those little things like they they add up so quick and it ends up and it got me to where I am today, whereas like I, I feel like I have a pretty damn good schedule. Um, and obviously, there's still room to improve, and and I keep mentioning it. I'm not Superman, but it, I I'm I'm on my I'm on my way towards uh, where I want to be, and I think yeah, that positive mindset is really what's going to drive you there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm a uh, I'm starting to be convinced that you might be Superman. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think uh, like you said, that that positive mindset really can. And and this is this was the case for me that positive mindset really it, it led me to believe that the actions I took every day were leading to um a better oh, like I, I like I have a pretty good life right now but you know like like the life of my dreams or whatever right like like my goals um and and why not uh, so I think if if you're if you're negative and and you don't see the positive uh the positive effects of doing that like even though even though they're not in sight right now. If you, if you're just negative and pessimistic and you don't see that down the future, even, even if you're doing all these, actually, like, say you're learning outside of school, um, you know, you're you're doing what you can to better yourself, better your productivity. If you don't see how that's going to better affect your life for the better in the future, chances are you're not gonna be able to do it. Right. So I think it's really, really key. To develop that positive mindset and just become more optimistic, and, and then also also grateful as well. Like, would you say um, you're you're a pretty grateful person?
0: Yeah, definitely, and it's it's something I've worked on uh, throughout. I, I I feel like I've always been at least grateful, like at at the most superficial level. Like, I'm super grateful for what my parents have done for me, and I'm I'm grateful for the people around me and stuff like that. But um, at a higher level, it's something I've definitely been been working on. Uh, kind of great. Like I've done some gratitude journaling and stuff like that. And uh, I'm, I'm not the most grateful person in the world, uh, but I definitely see the value in in gratitude and uh, it's, it's something I want to develop.
1: Yeah. I I think, I think for me, like I I was, I was not grateful at all. Like I was probably the lowest on the spectrum for grateful for myself. um, Probably six, seven months ago, wherever. Um, But now I'm at the complete opposite end where I'm walking to class and I'm like, oh wow, these, these trees are these trees are so green. What's it's <laughs> this, there's no there's not a cloud in the sky. I whereas I used to be like, oh, it's gonna be so hot today. Oh jeez, I'm just gonna get a farmer's tent now. Now it's not it's so sunny. I'm just gonna get a farmer's tent. No, no, no one wants yeah. that. It's, it's I'm gonna get sweaty too in class because it's so hot out. But now I'm like, oh, it's a beautiful day. Oh, that air is so fresh. Those trees are so green. You know, like it just—it just, it just changes your perspective on on everything. When, uh, like, I think I think it's for me, it was a re, more a result of uh, of being happier. But, I, yeah, I, I like I don't think it's really the foundation. I just think it's more more of a result for me. You know?
0: Yeah, fair enough. And I guess I I kind of when you mentioned like oh these trees are beautiful, it, it definitely resonated with me. Like for for example, I, a lot of the times I'll walk out of the gym in the morning and I'll I'll see like the sunrise. And I don't know why it is, but it, it's something that's just like so it seems so like mystical to just see that sunrise when you're when you're first first thing up in the morning. Like, and I don't even understand, like, really the basis of it or even what it makes me feel. But there's definitely something special about kind of seeing that in the morning. Yeah, well, I'm I want a big, to uh, go for it.
1: I'm a big sunset guy. I love the sunset, like in Idaho and when, when the sun is just shining on on the mountains, and, uh, and over the water, it's, uh, oh, man, it's taking me back right now. Take, take me back right now, please. Hell yeah. I want to uh,
0: kind of segue back a bit. I mentioned purpose earlier, and I think uh, it's a super valuable conversation to entertain about kind of thinking about what the purpose of life is. Uh, and obviously, that's different for everybody. But at the at the end, of the, at the, and here's the way I see it, obviously. Like I said, it's different for everybody, but here's the way I see it. Um, at, at a really high level, like we're just kind of bundles of cells on some big rock, uh, going around, going around this huge universe. And we, we really essentially mean like nothing. So kind of, um, figuring out how you can build purpose into your life is something that's been super valuable to me. Uh, and, and so far that's been like, my purpose is kind of to, to leave my mark on the world, uh, on like the world that we live in obviously like i guess our planet or or at least my community um and obviously uh maintain like or maintain and kind of value as much as i can the relationships that i have with people because at the end of the day that's really the mark you're gonna leave on the world so uh, i'm curious to hear uh what you think about it or, and what kind of what kind of reflections you've done in that regard
1: yeah i mean i i think my mine's probably a little more uh selfish than yours but at at the, at the end of the day I think there is still um a a, a purpose that goes along with it for other for others and for the for the world itself too. Um like I said last time like I, I really just want freedom for myself but the fr- that that goes with freedom of like it, when when you have when you have wealth and and you have financial freedom you have the freedom to contribute greatly to to causes that mean the most to you, right? So that's like i'm not gonna just hoard it all for myself like there, there's certain causes out there that that uh that definitely mean a lot to me um you know i think every community should have running water um everyone should have food like starvation is a is not not a great thing for the world right now and i and i, I, I want to contribute to that later in life but i think you can do a lot more with money than, than you can you know volunteering um like i oh, we still we, we need volunteers and i think we need money to to fund those volunteers like to send them over to africa or asia or wherever uh, the work is needed but i think and I, I obviously like i'm not at a point now where i'm going to be donating a, a bunch of money because i don't when i don't have it um but when i do i think i i, I there, there's causes out there that uh i'd like to to contribute to to fixing um, and yeah. that, that that comes with freedom too, right? Like freedom to choose what uh, what what you want to have, and what means most to me, and then and then how I can uh, leave a leave a positive impact.
0: Yeah, I think there's two things there. Um, so so first of all, obviously, I, and first of all, I don't think it's uh, selfish at all to to make your purpose kind of achieving full freedom in your life, uh, and I think that's in in fact that's a great purpose to kind of chase after, but. I do think it's important to kind of acknowledge at least for me. Uh I look at it as like financial freedom is is going to get you that freedom of mobility, it's going to get you that freedom of of activity whatever uh I forget the other ones, but essentially let you do whatever you want. But if you achieve all that and uh you've kind of sacrificed all your relationships in the process, um it's not going to it at least for me it's not going to give you that kind of fulfillment that you think it will. Um I think a, a lot of the value that comes with that freedom is being able to share it with people, and and I think you did kind of tap into that, but I just want to express that a little bit more, uh, emphasize that a little bit more, I should say. So really, yeah, being able to bring people with you is is a huge one for me. Um, yeah. along with like building that that financial base, obviously.
1: Yeah, and especially if it's with family, man, that's that's that's, that's stuff that's really exciting. Yeah, hundred like, percent
0: that second one and there was a second thing i wanted to say and that's uh kind of the not not paired not par. i'll call it paradox i'm not sure if it's paradox but the kind of the paradoxical nature of like oh i want to contribute to you mentioned uh, water and and hunger and all that stuff um and i think it's it's easy to say and obviously i agree like those are terrible things and and they need they need to be kind of resolved but when it really comes down to making that contribution to it, uh, it's so difficult for a lot of people because first of all, like you need to look into who you're going to give your money to and you need to kind of believe that they're going to be better at managing your money and, and being able to solve the problem better than you are. Mm-hmm. And I think in most contexts uh, that just doesn't happen. Like yeah. charities are charities are have proven to be kind of pretty bad at managing money. Same for governments. Yeah, um, and that's why it's always interesting to me when people bring up like the Elon Musk uh, kind of concept. I'm a listen. I, I like I said. I I don't really uh, follow anybody like they're kind of some god or whatever. But I think Elon Musk kind of gets a lot of uh, criticism where where it isn't so warranted. Listen, he's done he's done some bad stuff. Everybody has, but at a high level, I think he's definitely trying to solve a lot of these problems. And when people uh, kind of knock him so hard for for his taxes and stuff like that uh, you need to kind of look at it as like look at what he's done compared to look like what the government has done and then yeah. think about like where you would rather have like where you would rather invest a billion dollars Um, and I think as soon as you look at it like that like y- you kind of realize maybe he shouldn't be paying like these taxes
1: yeah well yeah exactly the, the government has proven to be um, not a very efficient spender of a taxpayer money uh and and like you said too he he has he solved a lot of problems for the world like he uh you know electric cars you know from alberta i'm not a not a big electric car guy (laughs) we love our petrol cars baby um but 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 with starlink too like i know down in idaho like starlink has solved a big problem uh in terms of, of internet connection for for rural America, so uh, like in in San Juan, Idaho, it's, that's a uh, falls in that category, where like well, we don't even have Wi-Fi yet, but we're probably we're, we're thinking about getting it now because um, it's it's way more accessible now with Starlink, so um, which is must you know, a Wi-Fi company I think with with SpaceX I think because yeah, SpaceX launches the satellites and then those satellites are, are used for internet connection uh, in in rural places like Idaho, so. Both my neighbors have it, it works great. Um, so that, that solves a, a problem for a lot of people there. Like, And that, that's just one example, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: And I, I think even at the, like, a lot of people like to knock it. They say, oh, well, his his space company is creating all the space debris. His electric car company, the batteries aren't that great. Um, which are true, like, they're, they're valid concerns, but I think you kind of have to look at it as like, at least he's trying and like, he's still accomplishing these crazy things. And at the end of the day, like, it's not going to be perfect and it's going to take time. Um, but the fact that he he's kind of getting out there and trying. And, and if you look at his story, like, you can tell he's just very passionate about kind of humanity um, and and preserving humanity at, at a more primal level, which I think a lot of people don't don't uh, relate to so well. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think uh, I, j- I just thought of one thing where I think Musk's most or biggest contribution to society is how how many people he employs for high paying jobs? Like, I just I just looked it up. He uh, Tesla has one hundred ten thousand employees. SpaceX is 9500 9, Like, so he's he's hired. He, he employs over a hundred thousand people, and a lot of that is, is really high paying jobs. So, and he's he's and he has out those manufacturing jobs in America too. Um, he doesn't ship them overseas, and uh, you know, to like exploit low uh like poor working conditions and low like extremely low wages right um yeah 100 percent. and e- even then
0: uh well yeah that that's like another great thing but I and obviously we're not also trying to say that he's like the perfect dude like he's he's solving everybody's problems and like everybody should aspire to be him he's obviously done some bad stuff like i, I think he he's done some pretty blatant uh like cryptocurrency kind of price manipulations and stuff oh, and he's profited yeah. a ton off of that. And so obviously listen he's taking money away from like retail investors and stuff which sucks and like listen if he if he broke any laws people should look into that but I first of all I don't think he did. Second of all um not no second of all sorry but uh but yeah i mean listen nobody's perfect but i think it's important to to kind of look at it from from an external perspective and, and be able to extract like what what he's done that's good and what he's done that's not so good and there's a lot of a lot to learn from that
1: yeah no for sure um yeah like when, when people bash me about his, his like taxes and whatnot i think that's uh like everyone who's who's wealthy kind of like they the tax code is made to be to be used like that so that people can can create um, opportunities and create great businesses that uh that solve problems um you know if if tesla didn't get all these all these grants like tesla would have went under if if it weren't for the government um yeah. they, and if it weren't for, for the grants right um, but now like they're they're they produce or they uh, employ 110,000 people they produce all these like I don't know. I don't know how many cars, but they they produce a lot, especially in California. Um, so they produce a lot of cars for, for the U.S. Um, and I think they, overseas as well. Yeah, they made the
0: most progress towards getting us to Mars and even beyond that, like creating a reusable rocket. Is there you uh, go? Is such an innovation, and people people don't realize they just mentioned like, oh, well, he's making space debris. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, and I think it, it's just a good example to to kind of extract positives and and also look at the negatives and uh, make make your own kind of judgment on mm. that on that context. And I think that applies to so many so many topics and so many people. Uh, yeah. it, everything's kind of so uh, polarized these days. It it always kind of feels like it has to be black and white. But I think in in a, the large majority of contexts, uh, you just kind of have to look at it on a spectrum and. Uh, be, be able to kind of use your own critical thinking and, and make your own judgment about things.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree.
0: Okay. Well, we're coming up on an hour here. I think we, we kind of wanted to this to be a short form, uh,
1: so much for that. podcast. <laughs> we,
0: we got into a lot of, uh, interesting topics. I think today, um, a lot more kind of productivity oriented than, than last episode,
1: which is exciting. Mhm. Yeah, no, it was fun. Uh, we were planning on doing half an hour to forty-five minutes. Ended up going over an hour. Over an hour now. Um, I think we're, we're recording a second one today. Is that a? Uh, is that still on?
0: Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll try to pump, we'll try to pump these out for for you
1: guys here. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> oh, you? We'll we'll t- we'll got stuff to talk about. Yeah, I am. I am a man of a lot of substance. So. Oh man, I got substance. You're substan- <laughs> you're substantial. Oh, as are you, Mister Mister Superman. How many times has Michael said? Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not Superman. Superman. <laughs> I'm not Superman, but I'm very close. <laughs> yeah, very close. <laughs> no, no but uh, yeah, it's there, interesting. There was one time where you were saying, "I'm not Superman," but uh, well, I'm I'm going towards this, and I'm like, it sounded like what you just said is, "I'm not Superman <laughs> yet," but I'm almost there (laughs) yeah
0: but i i mean yeah and it it, hopefully it doesn't come off as like braggy and stuff but i think there's a there's value in in being able to to be proud of things you've done and no absolutely um yeah and i think everybody should kind of and if anything everybody should kind of aspire to be superman so (laughs) i don't think there's any harm in that and and hopefully people aren't taking it that way but anyway folks um yeah, hope you guys enjoyed uh this I think this was a pretty good good topic. We got into a bunch of different things and uh yeah, so so like usual, check out our social medias, uh follow us on there. Super appreciate. We're going to start pumping out some more content for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um and uh leave a rating on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed or or shoot me a message. We we love kind of hearing about your your feedback and obviously we we know we we can always improve. Uh so yeah.
1: Yeah, of course and, and let us know any topics. He wants to go into and uh i hope we can cover them you know like we're we're, we're no we're not, we're not really special people we're just doing uh doing the best we can so um everyday yeah.
0: dudes trying to make it cool to talk about uh talk about yourself and talk about your mental
1: health man yes sir that's uh that's a wrap thank you for tuning in
0: all right see you guys next time see ya. bye bye